live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Lee Chambers. Cambridge 105 Radio. We're chatting to my guest this morning, Richard Spall from Institute Theatre. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Lee. Nice to see you again. Yes, and you. And you're going to talk about uh, upcoming productions, which are pretty yes. imminent, actually. That's right. But um, before we do that, tell me a little bit about Institute Theatre. Well, Institute has been... We've been going for more than 20 years now. Uh, it's an experimental theatre group and um, it, uh, it's called in situ because we work uh, outside of ordinary regular theatre buildings. So we might work in, we've done work in woods, we've done work in houses, uh, we've done work in fields and um, the, the work I'm that I'm doing coming up this weekend and next is is taking place in the Leopard Chapel. So that's in a very, very unusual uh, um, ancient building. A very uh, atmospheric building as well. Massively, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the two things that you're doing there, Ghost Stories and Hamlet, they fit well, that sort of dark, murky, atmospheric environment. They they certainly do, yes, yeah. Um, uh, Yes, I don't know if it is haunted or not. But it uh, is, I've never seen any ghosts there and I've been there on my own in the dark quite often. <laughs> um, but it is certainly haunted by history and uh, uh, there, are, there are a couple of ancient uh, gargoyle thing, extraordinary carvings that are there. Um, and I talk to them a bit when I go in <laughs> and um, very, I have a strong consciousness that they, you know, they're going to last longer than me, and they've been they, what they must have seen. What they must have seen, um, yeah. Uh, and of course, it's a history with the, uh, as being the only place where the lepers could receive their holy communion. They weren't allowed in, but there was a slot in uh, in the wall where they could receive it. So it's got a tragic, very powerful history to it. And I think even if you don't know what that is, when you walk in, uh, you you just sense it. And people, people definitely do, and they, they often talk about that after a, after a performance. It's an amazing yeah. place. And you mentioned ghosts there. You're doing ghost stories this evening and tomorrow, and then Hamlet on the 24th and 25th of March. And but Hamlet has ghosts in it. I mean, there are uh, yes, the Hamlet. ghost of a lot of people in Hamlet. Hamlet, yes, Ham, Ham, it's the most famous ghost story of all, and the one that most people would know, I would think. Yeah, uh, Hamlet is uh, what he encounters uh, is is possessed by whatever you want to call it his angry father's vengeful ghost and that sets off a whole train of uh, violent poisonous dark uh, activity which as in so many Shakespeare's tragedies eventually ends up with everyone dying <laughs> yes uh, well every, every, the, the stage is usually littered with bodies at the yes. end but, what, but how is this going to work Richard because this is a one man show yes it is yeah um, I'm not the only or first person to have attempted that, but not many people do. I don't know, suppose there's too many others around next weekend. Um, uh, yes, uh, I've uh, uh, a lot of my work um, ha- has focused on vocal work and um, uh, seeing how many uh, voices can can be in me and how I can distinguish them and how I can project them and feel them and so on. That happens in the storytelling work as well, in the ghost stories. Um, And I felt that uh, a few years ago, I've had quite a long relationship with Hamlet. A few years ago, I did a a 
performance, which was with a larger ensemble. Uh, and um, I wanted to take it on on my own. And um, I so to me, it feels like it might not be the way everyone might conventionally see it. But but uh, to me, it's it's like a sort of seance where the the dead are being kind of conjured up. Uh, are being invoked, as they say, uh, very suitable for that place. And so, um, when if, uh, if if when you come to see it, you 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 you're not going to see me putting on different hats to re- and putting uh, smoking pipes or whatever to, <laughs> to represent different characters in the way that is sometimes done. Uh, you're going to see. I hope you're going to see uh, uh, th- these different people who are all dead coming coming into my body and out of my mouth um, in, in the way that you might associate with a, um, a, a, a seance or a, um, you know, some sort of um, ritual. Uh, and how yeah. closely have you stuck to the script? Uh, well, it's it, it, almost, with very few exceptions, it's all the, the script, so it, it isn't... It, I haven't rewritten it or modernised it or anything. Uh, it's extremely heavily cut. Uh, Hamlet... Which which Hamlet all, usually is actually it, it, almost every production it would be about five hours long if so almost everybody hacks it down, I've cut it down obviously it's just me, um, so it's about an hour and forty five minutes so it's very heavily cut but um, I believe that you you're getting the the you still get the thread of the um, uh, 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 of the story and the action. Uh, coming through yeah. and it, it's been performed and interpreted so many times so many different ways over the years it brings with it all that history and significance doesn't it so when you're when you're thinking about tackling it again it's quite something to take on oh yes it is yeah uh and um and i mean that's uh i i, I mentioned this sort of invocation of the dead earlier as being a feature and of course that is that that is a feature that maybe isn't often thought about in acting, but is always there. Uh, if you think about the great performances, maybe some of them recorded on film and so on, uh, well, most of those people are dead. Laurence Olivier is dead, Paul Scove, and, and, and so on. So, But you can still, through some sort of recording or imagination, you can hear their voices. So, I mean, that is another feature of it, which is very true in classical theatre, which has got a great tradition behind it, that, you know, you're just... You know, you, you, you've got your own take on it. Of course, you have when you do it. But but you're, you know, you're doing again what all these people have have done, and people have struggled with, and have done differently, or done better or worse. Uh, so you're really in a you're you're in a whole chain of uh, heritage, and um, uh, you no, know, I obviously feel that uh, privilege very strongly when I step out and start doing those words some some of which are, are some of which are too famous really yes <laughs> yes it must be quite hard i mean it's a challenging play isn't it because it's um it's essentially about inaction and yeah, doubt absolutely. and yeah. uh paralysis yeah, in that sense exactly. so it, it's yeah. quite a hard i've always found it one of the hardest plays to kind of get inside and understand yes it is yeah yeah um yeah it's about doing that is yeah, exactly as you say where the 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 word uh, nothing keeps on appearing uh, again and again and again and uh, doing nothing. Um, and um, that's what Hamlet does is nothing. So it is a sort of, it, yeah, paralysed is a good word, frozen 
stuck. Um, uh, but what he can do is talk. <laughs> and he does a huge amount of that. Um, uh, and um, he talks as, a, uh, as an alternative to, to doing anything. So he can produce words, but he can't produce the action. And when eventually he does what his dad's been telling him to do the whole time, it's, uh, it's almost by accident. It's in, a, it's in a flurry of confused, chaotic, inadvertent activity. Um, and, um, and then he dies. Uh, yeah, so very, uh, yeah, it's more, uh, it's really more like much later works like Waiting for Godot or something like that. It's got more in common than that with that than it has with other contemporary things. Yeah, it's fascinating. And the last, you did a production, as you say, of Hamlet several years ago, which I saw. Yes. In which it, it was an ensemble piece in which everybody played Hamlet yes. at some point, that, that point that he's an everyman figure. Yes. So this time you're doing all the parts, so it, it's clearly still giving you creative inspiration. Oh, very much yeah. so, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's another, that, 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 that's another channel I can, when I'm, when I'm doing the, the words, I can hear the people that I work with, many of whom I'm still working with. Uh, um, and, um, Yes, so there's that. I mean, there's a great tradition of Hamlet, but there's, of course, there's our own mini tradition of it. I mean, everyone's got their, yeah, people have their a lot of lines to learn, Richard. Uh, yes, yeah, that's um, that's true in obviously in all the solo work. It's also true in Ghost Stories too, which I'm doing this weekend. Um, uh, yeah, it's a big part of the. It's, it, it's fundamental part of the discipline is is doing that, finding out a way of doing it, how to develop a performance. Uh, working on your own, which is which I don't think I could have done twenty years ago. I don't think. I think I've gradually learnt uh, how to do that. I think quite a lot of people do. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, that's got to be done. It's got to be. Yeah. Done. And you mentioned ghost stories there, because that is tonight and tomorrow night. Ghost, yes. ghost stories. Two. Ghost stories too. Yes. I think yes. we spoke to you uh, about ghost stories, but late last year. I that's think right. You did that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, it's a very atmospheric place to do it. Uh, so, you, how many are you doing this time? Uh, there, I'm doing two stories. Uh, I'm doing a um, story by the great American writer Edith Wharton, um, who's a wonderful ghost story writer. Um, is apart from Henry James, I think she's the best one. Um, so I love her work. I've done one of those before. Uh, in a previous show, um, this one's set in a, a frozen, snowy landscape, isolated, tough rural communities, very loveless place in which there appears to be a relationship happening between a married man and his dead uh, ex uh, fiance. <laughs> uh, it's very mysterious and uh, uh, poignant and uh, uh, frightening. Um, and I'm doing that in candlelight. And then uh, I blow all those candles out. So the, se the second story I do in complete darkness, uh, which I've always thought about doing and I've never done until now. I know some other artists have tried that. Uh, and that's a story by a chap called H. Russell Wakefield. It's called A Kink in Space Time. It's a doppelganger story. story. And um, uh, this guy, Russell Wakefield, was... Um, I don't suppose many of your listeners have heard of him. Um, he was an absolute household name in the 1930s and 40s 
um, very, very popular writer of supernatural fiction, edgy on science fiction, ghost stories, stuff like that. Um, uh, went out of fashion, drank a bit much, was a bit of a difficult bloke, apparently. Fell into obscurity before, well before he died. Was very angry, burnt some of his latest stuff, which is a shame because the, the stuff that survived is some of his best stuff. Um, and died, didn't get an obituary. It's, it, you can be, you really can be famous then. <laughs> um, so, which is poignant in itself. Um, uh, a, a, a guy, uh, one of our regular audience members, um, who saw the first ghost stories at Portmanteau, said, you ought to look at this bloke. <laughs> and I, I said, well, I've never heard of him. And he told me who it was. And um, so I checked it out and um, found his, uh, it was up, his works up and down, but there's some really brilliant ones. And after a lot of reading, I chose the best one. Wow! Yeah. So you're saying that you're researching that in Re candlelight, performing that in candlelight. That's one. That was uh, in, darkness. in darkness. That one's darkness. in darkness. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's um. Wow. Uh, that's well. Good luck with that. That sounds amazing. Lee. So, um, ghost stories to tonight and tomorrow night. That's right. At Leopard Chapel, Hamlet, twenty fourth and twenty fifth of March. So that's next Friday. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Also uh, at the Leopard Chapel. Also yeah. at the Leopard Chapel. Yeah. And if people want to find out more and get tickets. They can go to your website, institutheatre.co.uk. That's correct, yes. Well, good luck with all of that. Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you. Cambridge 105 Radio.